explicit talk about gay sex and kids getting their heads blown off in a nuclear war. Um, whatever. Be warned. Turn it off now. But that's what's coming up on this anti-woke podcast. So I'm watching some YouTube. It's the NBC News channel. And the name of the video is the Nightly News Full Broadcast, October 7th. And so I want to say, like, up until three years ago, I was living in a city, and I didn't have cable, but I had over-the-air, like, you know, basically rabbit ears, the modern version of rabbit ears, you know, TV antenna. And so I watched all the local broadcasts, and then, you know, if I wanted to, I could watch the nightly news broadcasts. And then I haven't watched that stuff for several years, because I moved back to the country, like the real godforsaken bumfuck Egypt country, but it turns out you can get it on YouTube and, you know, with no commercials, I mean, as long as you have an ad blocker, and so I, I, I can't emphasize how much this uh, changes my life. No one, no one I know watches YouTube, so I guess probably none of my listeners watch YouTube. I mean, everyone watches YouTube, some, but no one watches YouTube as their main source of information entertainment i was gonna say information just entertainment and i think i'm just i don't know i don't know what i am i'm five years ahead of the world 10 years ahead of the world i mean this is how it's gonna be i mean i have a degree in actually i have a degree in mathematics computer science i don't always talk about the computer science but anyways you know it's not easy to be me and be super in or super knowledgeable about computer crap But anyways, just subscribe to the NBC News YouTube channel and you can just watch the nightly news with no uh, commercials. Lester Holt. I will say, anytime I hear the word Lester, it makes me think of Mo Lester. I I didn't even want to talk about this, but... So when I was a kid, there's a magazine called Hustler Magazine. Everyone's heard of that. Or just Hustler. And I was a kid, so I didn't have a subscription or nothing, but... Somehow I got a hold of one single issue of Hustler Magazine, and there's a recurring character. I looked it up on the internet once to see if it was a recurring character, and it was. And so there was a cartoon that every month, I guess, the magazine came out called Chester the Molester. And so I read, whatever, that one Chester the Molester cartoon, and that one Hustler Magazine that I read when I was a kid, and... I mean, hell, I don't know, skip ahead, skip ahead probably three minutes or something, I'll probably turn this two, whatever, this tiny little thing into a three-minute gross discussion, but basically, I was going to say, oh, I read one of those comics, and it was, you know, terrible, and, uh, whatever, no one should read it, it was beyond the pale, but then, I'm thinking, like, if I was listening to the podcast, I'd be like, Shut the F up. Um, Just tell me what it was. I mean, you know, I will be the judge of what's beyond the pale. So, unlike Wikipedia, this podcast is not censored. Wikipedia has a rule that says Wikipedia is not censored, but they're completely censored, especially when it comes to race and and gender and a bunch of other horseshit. Anyways, this podcast, I'm not going to censor it. See, uh, you know, if if you skipped ahead a minute, now you're about to get the full blast of it. Alright, I'm just going to tell the joke. So there's this cartoon. It's like a single panel. It's like Farsight or something. It's called Chester the Molester. 
and in this cartoon there's a picture of it's in the woods it's in the woods and there's a tent it's like a campground it's in the woods it's a campground and there's this guy apparently his name is Chester and there's a cat there's a cat who's walking away from Chester in, in his tent and the cat's anus looks I don't know, kind of red and enlarged. And the caption is, I love the smell of pussy in the morning. And you can just see Chester the molester. I mean, I don't know. He might have his penis out of his pants, or he probably does. I don't remember exactly. And it's not that funny, but because I read it when I was like eight years old or something, I guess that's the reason. Anyways, I've never forgotten that. I mean, I can see that cartoon in my mind's eye right now. Makes me think of The Far Side. That was a great cartoon. It was truly funny. And there was one where it was like, you know, Professor Pemmican, or whatever his name was, they had a recurring character. He invented a dog translating device. It was kind of like a, um, it was like a, you know, obviously nerdy professor with like a satellite dish on his head or something, little one. And so he could understand what dogs say. And so he was in the middle of the neighborhood, and there's all these dogs. And every dog was just saying, you know, one dog would be saying, hey. And then some other dog would be saying, hey, hey, hey. And then another dog would be saying, hey, hey. Alright, so thinking about someone skipping ahead, and then hearing the thing that I said that they wouldn't want to hear, makes me think of a story. So I have needle phobia. I don't know. I think needle phobia is accepted by some in the medical community and other people think it's just like maybe a made-up word but basically I don't like needles like I don't want to see a needle I mean I don't want a needle stuck in me obviously you know like shots I mean I'm not anti-vax but just any any sort of I don't I don't want my blood drawn let's put it that way in fact vaccine is much easier than a blood draw so I have needle phobia, and I, I, I know this is a real thing, because I have it, even though some people won't acknowledge it. And I've had situations where I had to go to the doctor and get a shot, or I don't know, I really feel like it's the blood draws that are bad. But in any case, for whatever reason, I've gone to the hospital, and I've gotten a needle stuck in me. And I'll tell you what, sorry listener, like, you know, if, if you're a listener with needle phobia, you're probably, I should have told you to skip this part, this, probably, this part is probably ten times worse. For some reason, talking about it isn't bothering me, but boy, if I stop and think about it, it makes me queasy and ill feeling. But anyways, if a needle gets stuck in me at the hospital, I've noticed that I need to, I need to stay seated. I need to seated. I need to stay seated. I need to keep sitting for maybe like a minute or two after a needle's been stuck in me and then pulled out of me, because sometimes I'll get lightheaded, and if I stand up. I mean, I've never fallen, like, completely over, but, you know, I, like, I've, I, like, I've almost fainted, basically. Like, you know, getting the vapors, like a woman gets the vapors back in a 1940s movie or something. And it just makes me think of this time, I went and saw the movie in the theater, um, Pulp Fiction. And in that movie, there's a woman who overdoses on heroin, and then there's like a giant syringe that you have to stab into the person's heart and inject them with, you know, heart-getting-going fluids. 
And so I went and watched this movie, and the director just, oh, it was Quentin Tarantino, he just, he got it done exactly right or exactly wrong for me. But so this woman overdoses, and the person, like, gets out this giant syringe. I mean, it's a movie, right? So they, they exaggerate it. Just, it's giant. The needle's giant. It's pulling off the plastic tip, off the whatever. It's just all very exaggerated. And the guy, like, raises the needle kind of like a knife. Like, you're going to stab down on a vampire with a stake and pierce their heart and kill them. Except this is a heroin overdose victim, and you're going to stab them with the needle to bring them back to life. And, you know, there's, like, stuff going on. Like, someone's like, you do it. I'm not going to do it. Well, how about you? Why don't you do it? No one wants to do it. And so the guy's like, fine, I'll do it. And he takes it, and he holds it up in the air like he's going to stab a vampire with a stake. And then he holds his hand in the air. Anyways, and while this all this is going on, like, I have needle phobia. And so I just, I close my eyes. I'm like, I'll just close my eyes. And then when I open my eyes, it'll be after the scene is over. But just the way the director did it, Tarantino, he makes it go on for a really, really long time. And so exactly the second that I opened my eyes was when the needle came down and pierced the woman in the heart. And it's probably the most intense thing I've ever seen in a movie, but not in a good way. All right, well, I guess apparently I got to say all that because I just wanted to mention a couple of news items in this nightly news broadcast. So one thing is apparently someone in Las Vegas went around stabbing showgirls. I think he killed a couple of them, probably stabbed a few more. And I think for one day, no one knew anything about the suspects. So it was big time national news. And the second day, you are hearing the results, which is apparently it was an illegal immigrant, you know, south of the border style. And so it wasn't a white man who did it. And it wasn't done with a gun. So I think I think that'll be the end of it. That's that's all we ever hear of that sucker. I mean, showgirls. I mean, the, the the crazy part is those showgirls, showgirls who were killed. So you might think that would have more staying power in the news cycle, but uh, I think I think that loses to illegal immigrant, not a gun. And then Biden gave a speech at a Democratic fundraiser yesterday, I guess, or anyways, recently. And the whole thing wasn't filmed or nothing, but someone recorded it, maybe on the down low. And he was kind of just musing out loud. He's like, you know, what what is Putin's off ramp? I don't know what I don't, you know. I don't know. I don't know how Russia gets out of this stuff. Uh, and then when they send the nuclear weapons, it's, he said that you know, the one the big quote was Armageddon. And so maybe Biden is thinking about his policies and how if he helps Ukraine. He can get Russia pissed off enough to start World War Three, and then, you know, America will get nuked. Or maybe he's not thinking about that at all. And I was talking to my woke buddy about it, and... I mean, hell, I bet my woke buddy was a communist 40 years ago. But in any case, he just, he hates Russia, he hates Putin, he loves America. You know, does he love... Ukraine. I mean, he never he never had a single opinion about Ukraine until recently. But anyways, he loves the idea of America fighting Russia with Ukraine. I don't know. Proxy war. I don't know. I don't know exactly how to describe my woke buddy's feelings. But I think they're the same as woke people all across America. 
which is that they are willing to go to the wall, almost. They're almost willing to go to the absolute wall to help Ukraine, even if it means that all of America gets nuked. You know, like 10 million dead in New York, frickin' 8 million dead in Los Angeles, 6 million dead in Chicago. And, you know, hopefully you don't, you know, and if you don't live in a giant city, maybe you'll live. And that was the thing, you know, he just, he supports helping Ukraine, and no matter what it does to antagonize Russia, um, and eventually I was like, okay, if there's a 50-50 chance that all your grandchildren just get completely, you know, have their heads blown off, or, you know, we're in a Mad Max-style post-apocalyptic world where your grandchildren kids who are girls get raped or whatever like you know just think of the absolute maximum worst thing do you support providing ukraine with weapons against russia to cause that to happen and he's like i don't know maybe you know he's like no he's i guess you know long story long story short god damn it took a long time he's like fine no i don't want my grandkids to have their heads blown off of the nuclear bomb or all the girls to get raped in a post-apocalyptic world. But anyways, he doesn't support that, but boy, he's not... You know, it's borderline. It's borderline. I think I didn't do a correct warning at the beginning, but... So anyways, there was no gay sex. If you were hoping for talk about gay sex, I did not provide it. But in any case, uh, Twitter handle, at Anti-Woke Podcast, and thanks for listening.